Welcome to the Higher Life Ministries with Reverend Rex and Pastor Adeyinka Smith. Good evening, everyone. This is Authority Chronicle 5. And this evening, we're going to be looking at some of the virtues of sonship. And, you know, it's funny, I was praying over the weekend, I think it was Easter Monday. I was locked in prayer and God began to open my eyes and reveal something to me that I want to share and lay as a foundation and uh, Pastor Yinka will pick it up from there. And that is, we only function at our best when we are operating according to our purpose. I've said it so many times, a car that is sitting on the driveway will not be able to display a lot of its potentials until that car is on the road, on the motorway, functioning at its fullest potential, more functionalities begin to come up and begin to come out or be expressed. You, the beauty of your life, the glory of your life, more power, more glory, more honor, more discernment, more spiritual gifts, you name it, whatever you are after, comes naturally when you are operating according to your purpose. Our purpose is to occupy anywhere we are, to occupy the seat of government, to occupy, to, do, to be in the position of authority. That is our purpose. To be in the position of authority, at least that is the location that we belong to. That is the realm we belong to. So the best of you will come out when you start heading in that direction. Begin to see everything around you as a territory to be governed. Your marriage, your relationships, your school, your workplace, your extended family, your locality where you live. Everything must be viewed in the context of uh, um, a context of territory and the primary objective or should I say your daily priority is to seize the government to keep taking territories to keep taking territories and like we talked about last week to present these territories to Christ so that he can rule and reign so our job is to keep taking territories Seize this territory. Start where you are. As you begin to operate in this um, ideology or in this mindset, so to speak, in this mindset, the best of you begins to come out. More power. And you keep going. You know, Pastor Yinka, it may shock you. You know, I'm a crazy person sometimes. You know, I was praying and I came to a place in my life or my place of prayer on, on Monday, that um, I said that I want to occupy the same location where Christ occupied, where he was operating from, where he would tell bones to be restored. The bones, they had no option. They had to mend themselves. His words could not be defied not because of the power of the Son of God, because of the power of the place and the seat, the location from where he was operating from, which we naturally belong. We naturally belong to that place, to operate from that place, so that our words, 
are such that even a dead body of Lazarus cannot resist our words. So I started to pray and I said, Lord, not only do I want to occupy that place, I want to occupy it more than you ever did because you said greater works than this, that greater works than I did shall you do if you believe. And I began to pray and I said, Lord, I don't want any, I don't want to miss out. I don't even want to reach your level. I want to surpass the works that you did by fully occupying to the highest degree. Since that is the reason why I'm born, what is the point of messing around? What is the point of, you know, distracting myself with this or that? Let's go for it. If it's worth living for, let's go all out for it. And I began to press in the spirit. I began to pray and I saw the possibility of it by fully occupying that place which we were born to occupy. Bringing this to your daily life. Start praying. Start praying over little spheres of, spheres of influence that you have. Begin to unseat all principalities and powers and capture territories. Your sister is a territory to be captured. You know, capture that territory and present the rulership over her life. Present it to the Lord. You can do it in, in the place of prayer. So that the will of God can be executed and established. And we go and as we keep going, the best of you, all the power. Christ, what we see, oh, I'm so excited. The power of Christ. God, he told me this himself as I was praying on Monday, Easter Monday. Um, he told me himself that all of that power you saw demonstrated, it wasn't a demonstration of the power of the Son of God. It was a demonstration of that dimension of rulership. If anyone occupies that place, even if a broom mm. occupies that place, the broom, the broom will do greater works than I did. That's what he said to me. If a witch occupies that place, a witch will carry out supernatural works. The power of witches and wizards is because of the position that they occupy. You know, so that just really set me off. Pick it up from there and I know you've got some great stuff that I believe will bless us tonight. And I want you to really pay attention to this mighty man of God we have in our midst and you will be greatly blessed. <laughs> Praise God. You, Hallelujah. You have started up very well yes. on this subject. You know, we are on a journey. Yes. You know, on a journey to greatness, on a journey yes. to sonship. Yes. And you know, we've said in the past that it's important that we keep drinking yes. of His keep Spirit. Yes, drinking, yes. And drinking of His Spirit mm. and drinking of His Spirit. Yes. So that we become more Him from day to day. As opposed to being like, like him. him. Yeah. Now, I just want to share, you know, a couple of things about the qualities or the virtues of sonship. Mm. The things that we will begin to see in ourselves, you know, in our hearts, as we keep drinking of his spirit. Mm. Now, the reason why we need to talk about this is because the Bible says, now are we the sons of God. Yes. So there, there is the call mm. to stir up mm. the spirit of the son in us. Mm. You know. That is important. I really want you to take notes. I, I know that these videos are there for you to watch over and over again. Mark what he said. Stir up the spirit of sonship that is already in us. It needs to be stirred up in order for you to begin to walk as a son. So there is a stirring up 
just write that word down there is a stirring up of the spirit of sonship and we'll come back to that yeah so one of the first things i want to talk about with regards to the qualities or the virtues of sonship mm. yes i'll take it from psalms chapter 42 yes okay and then we see david mm. he says as the deer pants for the waters so longs my soul after you O god he says my soul is thirsty for the living god when Shall I come and appear before God? The first thing about the qualities of sonship is a panting after God. Mm. A heart that longs for God and more of God. A heart that desires God so much, everything else goes into the shadows. Mm. Everything else in life goes into the shadows. You see, you, you realize that it is not those who are called by God mm. that walk in the anointing. It is not those who are called by God that are distinguished from the crowd. It is, it is those, those who, who follow. follow. Oh, I tell you, I'm going to get my notepad right because there are some questions that are coming up that I'm going to write. So it isn't those who yeah, are called. Yeah, it isn't those who are called into, into the fivefold ministry or into anything mm. that actually walk in the anointing, that actually walk in the power of God, that actually distinguish from the crowd. It is those who actually follow. Mm. Let me give you a few examples in the scriptures. You know, you remember Elisha yes. and Elijah. Yes. When God was going to take Elijah away, you know, Elijah knew it, and then he said to Elisha, while they were in Gilgal, the Lord has sent me to Bethel. Mm. So stay in Gilgal. And Elisha said, as the Lord liveth and as my soul liveth, I will not. I will, not. I will go with you. Mm. So they went together. Even the sons of the prophets at Bethel put some pressure on Elisha to say, don't you know that the Lord is taking Elijah from you today, from today. your head? Mm. What is mm. all this loyalty you are still showing to him? Showing. They say, hold your peace. He said, mind your business. Wow. You know, and then from Bethel, the same thing happened in Bethel. Mm. And Elisha said, stop bothering me. I'm not leaving you. Mm. Stop asking me to stay back. There and was a desire there to was, follow. There was, there was that panting. And he followed him all the way to Jericho. And the same thing happened in Jericho and followed him all the way to Jordan. And you and I know the story. Hmm. It was there he saw Elijah taking up, taking up. and the mantle fell. You know, and then you, you also remember the story of Ruth and Naomi. Yes. Oh, yes. Naomi heard from where she was that the Lord had visited her people and given them bread. Hmm. And so she decided to go back to her people. Mm -hmm. Her daughters-in-law, both of them, remember both of them, said, we'll go with you. Hmm. Naomi said, I, I don't have any more sons. To, to give to you. you my daughters-in-law you have done very well in taking care of me you have been very nice god bless you return to your mother's house god will give you your husbands god will give you a bright future you know and and the second one opera she hugged naomi kissed mm. her and went her way and naomi said what about you ruth ruth said i'm not going anywhere and naomi tried again ruth said push. please stop asking me to go away from you where you go i will go your people will be my people, your God will be my God. Where you die, I will die, and there will I be buried. Hmm. Naomi looked into the eyes of Ruth and knew this lady would not be persuaded. They went together, hmm. and you and I know what Ruth became. Hmm. And the lineage of Christ. Yeah, Ruth, Ruth, Ruth made her way there. Made her way <laughs> to the lineage. That was, it was not, she wasn't an Israeli, yeah. or uh, what you call an Israelite, a Jew. And because of a panting and a hunger hmm. that she chose, because Today's belief, I'm sorry, modern society, the slightest 
obstruction you put in front of them they yeah, just they, back off back. the slightest word you say to them that they don't like who are you to talk to me like do you know who i am and before you know what's happening i'm i'm i'm, I'm out i'm out mm. look at how pastor talk to me look at you do not prioritize yeah. Yeah. what is more important than all these little obstacles that come your way there must be a panting for god that is ready to defy Yep. Even a kick in the, face. in the face. You know, remember also the story of Peter. After yes. Jesus preached a hard message, mm. the Bible says his followers began to go away from him. Yes. So Jesus offered his disciples, he offered the twelve apostles the same thing. You can he go said, if you want. Yeah. What about you? Will you not go away? Peter said, To who to whom shall we go? Shall we go? You are the one who has the words of eternal life. And he, he, he claimed, if Peter had turned around and left, he would not have been held by Jesus would have held him back. No. But that would have been the last we heard of Peter. Peter. Wow. You know, you remember. Um, um, there is David and there is Solomon. Yes. Now Solomon had the wisdom mm. to lead men. That mm. was the wisdom that he asked God for. Mm. To lead your great people. Who am I to lead them? Mm. He asked God for the wisdom to lead men and received the wisdom to lead men. Mm. But David had the wisdom to follow God. To follow God. Till today, we are told that Christ is seated on the throne of David. On the throne of David. But you will never hear a single word about the throne of Solomon. Solomon. Wow. <laughs> it is followership. It is a heart that pants after God, that, that cries for God. A resolute determination. Determination to press your way into more of Him. You know, when you hear the word press, people get so discouraged. Oh, wow. that just sounds like hard. Press, <laughs> this and that. I tell you what press is. On Monday, I had a choice. I had the whole house to myself. Mm. And I had a choice of watching TV, this and that. I made a decision to pray. And when I, first of all, I wanted to pray at 2 o'clock. My flesh would not let me. Uh, from you know the all kinds of I became thirsty I wanted a cup of tea yeah check this call your phone and when it got to four o'clock I said we die here <laughs> it was then I put everything down and I began to pray and I broke into a realm so I, I started praying even though I didn't feel the spirit I didn't feel everywhere was dry I said well today will be a dry revival yeah. we stay here and I began to talk to God about these things we are talking about I brought up these messages and started to press and just talk about it that's what it means to press yeah. to refuse to quit yeah. I don't care if you sat down there crossed your leg and just you know if you have nothing to say listen to worship music but whatever you do refuse to quit that is what it means to press all right let's go to the second point really quickly yes. i'll take it from from psalms 45 mm. verse 6 and 7. now it's a very popular part mm. of scripture where it says you know that throne of god is forever you know remember yes. that part and then it says thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness yes wherefore god even your god mm. has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above your fellows we're talking about the qualities of sonship the virtues yes. of sonship and the first thing we mentioned is a panting after god mm. the second thing now it says thou lovest righteousness a an unquenchable desire for the works of god yes to see men free to see men free wherever there's oppression yeah when you see something that is not right mm. don't walk away from it you stand your ground and then it is matched mm. also with an unquenchable desire a quenchable hatred for the works of the devil devil it's not just one because it's possible to love the works of god oh i want the works of god mm. but that you can also tolerate the works of darkness ah, i've got to come in here when we say the works of darkness in context of spiritual government mm. and authority we are authority chronicle five now right we are five yep <laughs> chronicle five right now when we talk about the works of righteousness wherever you see abnormality and afflict please don't walk away 
I'm not asking you to go and hold somebody by the throat. No, but take in that moment whatever influence you have over that person or that situation or that area. Go up there and, and talk. You mentioned a while ago, kings must speak. That is our culture. Address every force that is making that thing not to be alright. Drive them out. You will be shocked. <laughs> Trust me, you will be shocked. There will be change. There will be change once you unseat that principality and power. So that mindset is very key to mm. sonship. Yes. Every you, you see Jesus. The Bible says he went about doing good. Mm. Because everywhere he saw the, the works of the enemy. Mm. You know, he wasn't comfortable with it. Yes. He, he didn't just sit by and, 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 just, and just let it go. There, there was, there was a, a woman, a widow. She had lost her son, her only son. Mm. And, and Jesus was going on his way. And they were minding their business, but she was in tears. And Jesus couldn't take it. Couldn't take it. That's why the he, Bible used to say he had compassion. So compassion. There were times he groaned in his spirit. Spirit. And cried. It hurt him. You know, that posture is a quality of something. Mm. And the more we drink of his spirit, the more we, we see we, that. We also rising drink, up, yes, rising we drink up. that compassion yeah. as well. Yeah. We become we that compassionate. Yes. So, so, so this is we're talking about the qualities of sonship. Mm. And again, like we said, we need to keep drinking of his spirit. spirit. Drinking of his spirit. The first thing remember, the first thing we said with regards to the qualities of sonship mm. is a heart that pants after God. Yes. A panting, a, a heart that will not let God go. Mm. And then we talk now about an unquenchable desire for the works of God. An unquenchable hatred for the works of the devil. Mm. Jesus said in the Beatitudes, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be satisfied, they shall be filled. Mm. He was speaking of the works of God. Mm. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and, and his, his righteousness. righteousness. And all these other priority. things shall be added unto you. That word righteousness that speaks of the works of God. The works of God. Seek ye first the kingdom and its works. The works, yes. The manifestation that the kingdom comes with. Wow. Now, so we, we, this, is, this is the heart of sonship. sonship. It's the heart of sonship. Now, let's go to the third one. Now, now if you read Isaiah. You know what, sorry. When you were speaking... So a picture came into my heart and I'm seeing a lady in a, in a house, right? And there's difficulty, um, the husband is suffering lack of you know, employment or lack of job or lack of this and that, rather than being caught up in the situation of the man, a believing woman or vice versa, a man or whoever, whatever the yeah. case, can take authority and free that man or woman from whatever the oppression may be our rising in authority begins at home yeah yeah over your child who is struggling with maths struggling with this or behavioral issues you know you can begin to execute and bringing this down because of practicalities of everyday life how to unseat the enemies ah go ahead you know you're talking about are, the scripture yeah before we go to the third one okay you know when it comes to releasing mm. you know authority walking in authority yes. releasing the power of god in us yeah there are triggers triggers and that's what we are talking about one of them is this unquenchable desire mm. for the works of god this unquenchable hatred for the works of darkness do you know that because of this quality mm. in you and in i yeah you will, we will come to a place where you will hear something 
you may not even know the person. Yes, but it will cause... But you hear a story it will of someone going through a difficulty, through a pain, mm. through a painful situation, and you can't take it. You respond. It will cause you to act. You, you don't even know the person. But you say, no, no this has to stop. Stop. That, it, it pulls a trigger in you. Mm. It releases the power of God. It releases the authority that we, that we have. To, to just, first of all, have a desire, a burning desire in our hearts to see righteousness and to put wickedness to flight. To flight. It's important that we stir up this quality in us. And like we said, these things happen the more we drink of his spirits. Before you go to your third point, sorry, I've got to come no. in. Um, you know, this... What you just said about trigger and why we must develop this uh, thing about sonship in us, it also helps us to see things for what they are. You know, you see things and you just think, oh well, oh well, oh well, no, no. It, it helps you to see what is behind mm. the real issue. Yeah. When you have a mentality, it's not. I'm not saying that we should start becoming a too devil conscious, but we see things for what they are. By default, life is good. Any deviation from that, yeah. there's something behind that. And it needs to be taken care of. To bring life back to the sweet. After all, when God created the world, everything was good. It never stopped being good. Praise God. Praise God. The third point I'll say is this. If you read Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8, mm. God came to Isaiah yes. you know, and said to him, Whom shall I send? Yes. And who will go for us? Mm. And Isaiah said, He said, Here am I, Lord, send me. Send me. Now, availability mm. is the third thing we'll talk about. But you see, availability is not in you having 25 hours. Yes. In the day, why the rest of us have 24 hours? Yes. Availability is an attitude. It's an attitude. Now, with regards to the quality of sonship, this availability we talk about here is a life that is surrendered to prayer. To prayer. A yielding, let me be more specific, mm. a yielding to the burden of the Spirit of God. Mm. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll explain that. Yielding ourselves to the burdens of the Spirit of God. Mm. You know, if you remember in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 somewhere, okay. Paul started talking about his experiences. Yes. And he talked about how he, he'd been beaten with many stripes. He said mm. 39 stripes five times. Yes. Went in, in imprisonment three times. You know, imperials of sea, imperials of Close my own people. Death. He mentioned a lot of things that he had gone through. He said in hunger, often in fastings, often in thirst, in cold, nakedness. Mm. And then he said something. He said, apart from all of these external things, issues, yeah. Mm. He said, that which comes upon me daily, daily. the care of all the churches. churches. Now, some... Um, Versions of the scriptures will translate that to mean worry and anxiety, but that's not really what it meant. It's the burden. The burden. He said it comes upon me daily. This was a man who was yielded, who had yielded himself to the to the to the to the cry of the spirit mm. for the churches. He, he wasn't worrying about, oh, I hope the church in uh, Colossae will not fold up. Mm. That's that's not that, that's not it. He was bearing a burden for the churches. Now, it was this burden that made him to make a statement in Galatians chapter 4, yes. where he said, my little children, of whom I travail in birth again, okay. until Christ be formed mm. in you. Now, there are two key words there. The first one is travail. travail. The second is until. until. Now, the fact that he travailed mm. is proof that he, that he was pregnant with a body, body. for the churches. Mm. But you see, until is very important. Mm. Because, you know, 
let me create a scenario here. Yes. You will find a scenario where maybe a pastor stands in front of the congregation and says, well, you know what? I want every one of us to start praying for revival. Mm. An example. Yes. It could be a, a revival in the church or in the city or in the community. Yes. And everybody's excited. Yeah, we start, we'll be praying about revival. And everyone mm. gets on the chariots and begins to pray for revival. One or two days out, some people drop off the chariots. Yes. A few more days out, some people drop off the chariot. One or two weeks, some people drop off. And eventually, even the pastor himself we drops off the chariot <laughs> without anyone seeing revival. See, yes. The reason no one stayed until, until is because there was until, not a genuine body wow there was not a genuine body in their heart for revival for revival they had not made themselves available available to the result yes to bring the, cry the, result. Of the cry of the spirit is there there is always the cry of the holy spirit mm. there's always a body in the heart of the holy spirit that someone needs to bear that body within make himself available make yourself available for the body of the spirit of god and take on that body and hold on to it mm. until you see it through see it through there are things god wants to do in higher life ministries mm. and through higher life ministries and in this country yeah. and in this continent you know there are things and it will require people who will say i will not let you go oh god until i see yeah. what pastor has said mm. i don't care if pastor jumps off this yeah. chariot but we have started this journey mm -hmm. with or without him we move yeah. with or without him we march to take hold of a desire that god himself would like to see on the earth yeah. to incubate it on, until, until that baby comes out yeah. so that's the key word there until now so so it is it is the the, the spirit of sonship yes you know to make yourself available mm. to yield to the body of God. You see, because God has a body, yes. but he needs people to take on that body, body. with him to give birth because to it. Because it is you who needs to be pregnant with that body. It is you who needs to give birth to it. Give birth. God cannot no. give birth any of his desires on the earth. Yes. He needs to find he a person a, yes. who will, like a surrogate, to say, here am I. Use my body. Use A surrogate mm -hmm. person will offer their womb to you mm. so that you can, you know, they can carry your baby for you and deliver that. And it's a huge sacrifice. It is, yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Wow. They go through all the nine months or whatever yes. it takes. And you know. Now, so let's go back again. The first thing we said about the qualities mm. of sonship is number one, a panting after, after God. God. That's right. The second thing we said is an unquenchable desire to see the works of God yes. manifested and an unquenchable hatred to crush works of darkness. Yes. The third thing we've said now is a yielding, mm. a surrender to the, to the cry of the Spirit, to the burden of God. Mm. For whatever territory or whatever land it, it is you are, for, for, for a life, a person, a home, a family, yes. the body of God. Yes. Until, you know. until. And then let's talk about one more quality okay then after that i want you to talk about that realm from which nothing on the earth can defy the words proceeding from that realm all right let's go so let's quickly talk about the fourth yes quality of sonship yes yeah now if we read romans chapter 8 yeah it talks about being spiritually minded yes yeah it says those that are after the flesh mind the things of the flesh yes those that are after the spirit the things of the spirit to be kindly minded is death to be spiritually minded is life and peace yes. yeah now hold that and then read also psalms 110 verse 1 okay. where it says the lord said unto my lord sit at my right hand until, until i make your enemies your footstool the lord shall send the rod of your strength out of zion mm. rule thou 
in the midst of your enemies. Now, let's put these two together. The fourth quality of sonship is spirit consciousness. Spirit consciousness. Let me explain this. When we say spirit consciousness, what it means is to be conscious of that realm. That realm. To be aware. To be aware of the influence of that realm on this physical. Nothing just happens. Yep. Hey. Spirit consciousness. Mm. Let me let me say a little bit more on this. You see, it's important that we pay attention mm. to that realm. It's important that not only are we conscious of that realm, but that we are active in that realm. You see, because this is this is life, you know, and there's a tendency for man, mm. even the believer, to deal with things here. Yeah, rather than rather than conscious. That's why we read the Psalm 110 where it says, God says, sit at my right hand. Don't be going, don't fight with your enemies down there. Down there. Come on, sit, sit by my with side. me here. Where from where things are controlled. Controlled. From where government is is, is until is, I, until make, I your make your enemies. enemies your footstool. You 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 don't have wow. the business. Of going down and running after and, and struggling and, and you no know, and fighting physical and natural battles god said stay here yes. in the seat of spiritual government until your enemies Become. go under your feet wow. rule from here in the wow. midst of your enemies that, that's, that what, that, that's what god said you know wow. so it's so important that you know and a few years ago god said something that shocked me mm. he said to me you know as men as humans mm. even believers there's this mindset that we have mm. we think that because we are physical and angels are spirits, mm. that angels should deal with things spiritually while we deal with things physically. But God said to me, it's the other way around. Right. We do you deal with, with things spiritually, in the spiritual realm, and, angels, and angels will deal with things in the physical realm. Oh That's oh what needs to happen. And you know something, Reverend? Yes. This is one of the not so well spoken of mm. pathways to the anointing. Wow. Being more active in the spirit realm than you are in, in the physical, physical realm. Yes. The consciousness of the spirit realm. Yes. It doesn't mean don't act, mm. but struggling in the natural realm is not for sons. Yes. No, no. It's not for sons. It's not it's not your place to try to force things and struggle mm. and oh oh I need I need to, to break into prosperity. Yes. Oh I need to, to break into uh, uh, you know financial these and financial just and sit by God to start sit with on my right hand. I need to get married. Oh I need to have this no sit at my right, right hand. hand. Our dealing with problems should start in the spirit. From there yes. In the spirit. In the spirit. Wow. That's the that's the fourth quality of sonship that I will share and live with us, spirit consciousness. Wow, wow. I'll tell you this little joke before we talk about more authority. My mom had said to me on uh, uh, April Fool's Day, you know, I didn't realize, I totally forgot. And she said to me, you know, your dad just fell down the stairs and broke his, his uh, hip, broke his leg, he's in the hospital, and obviously my heart jumped. And you know why my heart jumped? immediately at the same time i switched on this button called authority that first of all in the midst of my panic you know i first of all took authority over every spirit of death and everything else that could come and follow and i addressed it it was you know a couple of seconds later she said april fool i felt like smashing my phone <laughs> she said that but the first instant switch i was surprised was you know, I have got this. Yeah. Yeah. I have got yeah. this. Because yeah. yeah. I immediately I took myself up mm. to that dimension. Talk to us about that realm that Christ operated from. Yeah. You know, um, first of all, please understand this. Mm. Anything and everything can be dealt with wow. in the spirit realm. Yep. Yep. Anything and everything 
can be dealt with in the spirit realm. Now, we're talking about the realm where Christ operated from. Yes. But the truth is that before Christ, yes. even men before Christ mm. had operated from that realm. Wow. You know, the realm where their words never fell to the ground. Never fell to the ground. You know, if, if, if Elijah said something, it came to pass. My God, it came to pass. Because of the realm mm -hmm. he was speaking if from. If Moses said something, mm. it came to pass. You know, you know, we can look at some of these things later on as we keep going. Mm. But you know, God, like, like we've said before, God says something to Jeremiah. Yes. Yeah. I put my words in yeah, your mouth. In your mouth. So in other words, the words in your mouth are actually my words. That's mm. what God was saying to Jeremiah. Mm. That the words you speak are, are my words. Count them as my words. words. Let me quickly share something. Yes. You remember? The, you remember in Daniel? Yeah. Nebuchadnezzar had had a dream where he was turned in that dream he was turned to become a, to be to become an animal yes yeah and now the bible says in that dream in that vision he said that this was what happened yeah that this matter is by the decree of the watchers not god ah by the decree of the, the watchers decree of the watchers and the and the demand by the word of the holy ones yeah so the intent that men will know that the most high rules in the affairs of men now so it was the decree of the watchers the demand of the holy ones right now if you go a few verses later, yeah, you will see where Daniel's interpretation said that this is the decree of the Most High. Most High. So the, <laughs> the decree of the watchers, which is just believers, mm -hmm. right? Men who, who knew what authority yeah. was. You could not differentiate their word from the word of from God. From the word of God. You Whatever they said became be, God's yeah, word. became God's word. Now that's why God said to Jeremiah, I'll put my words in your mouth. Yes. And then remember quickly how we, we said the other time that the rod of Moses was God, what the rod of God? Yes. Because the Bible says that Moses went down to Egypt having the rod of God mm, in, his hand. in his hand. So that Moses and God had one rod. One rod. They were sharing, they were sharing the same rod. <laughs> and you remember when Gideon went to battle, he told the people, Shout when you break the pictures and the light shines out. Shout yes. the sword of God and of Gideon. So God and Gideon sharing were sharing the same sword. sword. We are standing in the place where when we speak words, my our my. words are on at par right. with the words of God. Wow. You know, that's why. You, see, you would observe in the chronicle teachings yes. I, I've been a, a bit hesitant I haven't spoken too much with, in, the, in the area of confession yeah. because I don't want us to run out confessing, confessing when we always and confess and all of that. it is first a positional thing You've, ah, it isn't about slug, slugging it out with, it's all about position. position I think we've got to stop that brings us to the end of this meeting this is Reverend Rex and Pastor Adeyinka Smith saying to you that the kingdom of God is real and revival has what? Started. Until we see you, God bless you.